Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? It is Fab Friday again, and we are here to bring you another amazing show on the I'm Not Fine Show. My name is Lizzie Enns. I'm your host here, and today we are going to be talking about the fundamental role of enzymes and why these bad boys are so, so important for your digestive system and your overall health. Before we dive into that topic, I want to remind you guys that you can reach me via email at lizzie at undietyourself.live, where if you have any questions or you need anything, shoot an email to me. Let me know what some questions are that you have. Who knows? Maybe I'll pop it into a pot whole entire uh, show episode and then you get all your answers there. And then I want to remind you also that we are just a few days away from launching my next group program, which starts on Monday, September 11th. So if you're listening to this show before the 11th, I want you to book a consultation with me if you are someone that feels like you are just throwing darts at your hell. You're trying all these new supplements. You're trying different kinds of testing, but you're not getting a full picture. You're trying a new fat diet, hoping it sticks. I call it throwing darts at the wall, but like you're throwing darts at your health and it's just creating more chaos. And sometimes all you need is for someone to come in there, look at the entire picture and look, do some in-depth lab work, look at why it is that your body is is or isn't responding in the way that it is, that's what I do. I take such a deep dive into what is going on with your health, then it with lab work and scans and stuff, and then it allows us to create a much better plan for you. And it gives you answers that you've been looking for for so long. And so we take the dark throwing out And we cut out the noise of all the things on social media and Google and everything that's coming in. We cut the noise out of that and we do what is right for you. And we get you on that healing journey and we build that foundation. This is what I do in this group coaching program as well. This is my last group program for the remainder of this year. So there's not going to be another one until next year sometime. So if you are someone that's like, I need to get going on this now and I want to end the year strong so that you're not starting in January when everybody else is starting, now's the time for you to do that. I want you to go grab that link, book a call with me and let's get you going and let's um, heal, get you on this healing journey and and get you ahead of the game before January happens. And who knows, maybe you're going to get to buy a new wardrobe for Christmas because, uh, well, who doesn't like that? So now we're going to get into enzymes. Why are enzymes so important? Enzymes are like the driver behind your digestive system. You need adequate amounts of enzymes and their role is so, so, so important. The fact is actually 
that when we salivate we and that saliva, that's where our enzyme production actually starts. So think about this. You ever like walk into a donut shop or a coffee shop or something like that and you um, start salivating? That's enzyme production. So when you salivate because you're smelling something, now you're actually creating enzymes and those enzymes are going to help you digest your food better. So your digestive system, your digestion out of your entire system, the saliva is really, really important, which I'm actually going to take it a, a step further and just let you know, like that saliva, the pH balance of your saliva, the acidity, all of that is really, really important. So oral care and how we take care of our teeth and our mouth is like one of the most important things that we can do for our health. So if you're not brushing your teeth and you're not flossing and doing all the things to like take care of your teeth and your mouth health, health for oral care, it's greatly going to affect your digestion. So that is some of the most important things that we can do when it comes to our digestive health. Now, the other thing too is when you don't have enough enzymes in your body, it greatly affects how well you can digest, utilize, and absorb your food that's coming in. So if you have an enzyme deficiency, the chances of you having low stomach acid, the chances of you having bloating, digestive discomfort, those are at a much higher risk because you don't have the enzyme enzymes available to help you digest those foods. The other thing to remember here is if you have an enzyme deficiency, and I actually see this in my clients quite a bit, if you have an enzyme deficiency, you have a harder time digesting protein. Because remember, protein is the hardest macronutrient for our body to digest. So stomach acid and enzymes, like efficient amounts of stomach acid, efficient amounts of enzymes are really, really important in order for you to be able to digest and absorb your protein better. So you start with the saliva in your mouth, you actually start digesting your carbohydrates and your fats that come in, but your protein, you don't start digesting that until it hits your stomach acid and then the enzymes from there. So because protein is a much harder uh, macronutrient, it takes a, your body a lot more energy, requires a lot more energy because you guys, if you've been listening to my show, you've heard me talk about this before. Protein is like that damp log that if you throw a damp log on the fire, it's going to take a lot longer for that fire to start burning. But once it's burning, it's going to last a very long time. That's what your protein is. That's how your protein works. So like your, your, your carbohydrates, they're going to be your quick energy ones. And then your fats, they start digesting a lot sooner too. But your protein is your beast. 
the protein is the one that's going to take longer to get engaged and get the fire burning, but it's also the fuel to your metabolism and to keeping your furnace going. So always keep that in mind. So why are enzymes so, so important? We already touched on that a little bit, but let's talk a little bit about what actually creates enzymes. We can, can have enzyme deficiency due to lifestyle choices, due to the foods that we're eating, not having enough enzymes when we're eating. But here's something that a lot of people may not know. How much we chew our food matters. And when we chew our food, let's say you take a spoonful of something, something, let's just say it's like rice and chicken or something like that. When we take the time to slow down and chew that food in our mouth like 15 to 20 times, which is, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, that's really hard for me to do. Here's why. When I was growing up, I come from a really large family. And one of the things that we did, we never had a food shortage, but I liked food. I enjoyed food. And sometimes I don't know why this one stands out so much to me, but I loved fried chicken because we fried our chicken. We also raised our own chickens and there is literally no other chicken that will compare because we, we bought the chickens as little baby chicks and then we raised them and then we, we butchered them for, for meat. What we would do with that chicken then is boil the chicken and then after boiling the chicken, we would put it in a pan with butter and flour and fry it. <laughs> it's not healthy, <laughs> but I liked me some fried chicken. So I want you to picture this. You are at a table with 20 other people that are also wanting to eat fried chicken. And we, you know, always have plenty. But there were certain pieces of the chicken that I always loved the most. And so typically how we started out with is everybody would get, you know, one piece of chicken with their meal. So what I would do is I would like eat the first piece of my chicken pretty fast so that I could get a second piece before everybody else like took up all the chicken. What that did, and the reason I'm sharing that is because what that kind of like instilled in me is like eat fast. Like you got to eat fast if you want to make sure that you get the second or third piece of chicken. Well, eating fast is actually really, really bad for your digestive system and your gut. So the more that we chew our food, we naturally produce more enzymes which then also means we're a, our body is able to digest the foods better. So think about this. If you are chewing your food really, really fast and it's not, um, you're, you're kind of like, eh, maybe you chewed it like two or three times or whatever and you swallow it. It's not like really broken down. It's actually much, much harder for your digestive system to digest that food properly and for you to get the nutrients that you need from that food. 
Whereas if you chew it, you know, 15 to 20 times, not only are you creating more enzymes, but you're also putting less strain and stress on your body to have to work hard to digest that food downstream. So it's going to be harder on your stomach because you're going to have to uh, have adequate amounts of stomach acid. And it's going to be harder on your small intestines, which is actually where a huge portion, I think it's about 60% of your digestion actually happens in the small intestines. And then a small percentage of it still happens in the large intestines, but much that's the large intestines is obviously like where your waste goes and you're still digesting it a little bit in there, but a very, very small percentage. So huge portions of it are going to happen in your stomach and then your small intestines. But remember, digestion for most of most of the stuff actually starts in the mouth. So how you chew and how you take care of your your teeth and your mouth really, really matter when it comes to the rest of your digestive system and your overall health with enzymes and inflammation and the stress on your body and all of that. We're about to go to our first break here, but when we come back, I'm going to give you some examples of different types of food and how long these foods can stay in your body with the different types of foods that they are. So an example would be fast food and then like a plate of whole foods. I'm going to give you an example and paint a picture for you of the difference of how long these foods can be in your body. And it's because of the quality of food. And then also like how we chew it and the positions that we're in. Are we really stressed when we're eating it? Are we eating it on the go? But I'm going to give you an example of what happens in the digestive system between the two different types of foods. So we're going to dive into that when we come back. So don't go anywhere because this is really, really fascinating. I'm Lizzie Enns on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the episode of enzymes and the power that they have within our digestive health, which then has a ripple effect into our overall health. I love this subject because it's so, so important for those of you that are struggling with your gut health, you're struggling with constipation, diarrhea, you're struggling with gut or bloating, like this is part of that. So if this is something that you are struggling with, like I want you to tune in and really pay attention to what I'm sharing with you, but I want to take it a step further. I've mentioned this before, and I'm going to say it again. I, your gut is so, so connected to the rest of your health. Like it is one of the most important things that we need to pay attention to and that we need to help heal and having a good, we call it like the, the meat of our health. Like it needs to be in a good condition. And that is what translates back into like what our thyroid is doing, what our hormones are doing what our energy levels are doing, what, what, what's our, how's our sleep? Like all of that matters, but like, it's like the soil, your gut is like the soil for the rest of your health. And I want to invite you to um, check out my eight week gut course, because I go through eight different lessons of things that you need to know and be aware of and uh, tools that you can apply at home to help your gut heal. So if you are someone that wants to dive into that and just be more educated on what it is that you can do for your gut, which is very, very simple. Like the homework that you get with this gut course is so applicable. (laughs) I can't say that word. Um, And it's so easy. Like it's so easy to apply these things into your life. And that's what I want to provide for you guys. And that's why I created the course in the first place, because I want you to understand that there are so many things that you can do on a daily basis that don't require you to go buy a bunch of fancy supplements and cleanses and go on a crazy strict diet. It's not always necessary to do those things if we change what we're bringing in on a daily basis. If that's you, I want you to check out the the link in the show notes because it's in there and you're going to be able to go in there, grab that link and check out the the course and come in. And I want to invite you to come in and, and go through that course because it may just be what you need to get the ball rolling and to help you start healing your gut. Okay, before we went to break. I was talking about the differences between two foods. So I want to paint a picture with you here. The transit time of the food that we take in should be around 24 hours. So when you sit down and you eat breakfast, okay, let's say you ate some breakfast this morning. Within 24 hours, whatever your body didn't utilize, whatever it didn't need to digest for energy, whatever it didn't need or use, you should be eliminating 
within 24 hours later. Now, obviously, you don't want to have want to be eliminating that within an hour or two because we got big problems if that's happening. So you want to think about that 24 hour transit time. So when we're eating foods and we have uh, proper digestive enzymes, we have stomach acid and our gut is in a good place and we're eating healthy whole foods. Let's say you ate um, a bowl of oatmeal with a side of protein and some berries, got good fiber in there, you got protein, you got all that in there. Within 24 hours, that should be your transit time, give or take. Okay, some people have a little faster, some people have a slightly lower, slower, but that's that's the average that we want to look at. When we eat a fast, let's just say I'm just going to pick on McDonald's right now. Let's say you go to McDonald's and you get a hamburger and you have the hamburger, you have cheese, you have whatever else they put on there. You have the bun and you have a side of fries and you have a soda. You go to drive through, you grab that meal, and now you're driving down the road and you're eating your fast food on the go. What do you think is happening in your digestive system when you're stressed and you're on the go and you're not actually taking time to sit down and be present while you're eating? It slows down your digestive system because here's the other thing that you guys need to know is that when you are stressed and you're go, 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 and I'm guilty of this sometimes, when, when all of that is happening, you slow down your digestive system. Body can't digest it as well. That's why when people are really stressed, they could be eating super, super healthy. But if they're eating their food in a stressed environment, you could have a bowl of rice and broccoli and chicken and be incredibly stressed while you're eating it and bloat from it. And it's literally the stress that is causing it because when you are stressed, you your stomach acid lowers and your enzyme production lowers. So now you're eating this McDonald's meal. I actually don't remember the last time I had a McDonald's meal, probably like 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago is probably the last time I had McDonald's. And when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I want to throw up. Um, sorry, McDonald's lovers. I, I just can't. And but let's go back to this meal that we're having. We're having this meal. We're in a we're on the go. That meal, because there's not much fiber in it, there's not actually that many nutrients in the meal that we're having and we're flushing it down with a soda sugar all of that stuff that specific meal can stay in your system for 72 hours so what happens when it's in there for that long the transit time is much much slower because we're missing the fiber that helps you move so remember like fiber is the the beast that helps you move things through your system and if you're missing the fiber, it takes much, much longer for that food to actually move through your system. So now you have this meal that's in your body that's generally not good for you in the first place. It can cause a lot of inflammation. But now, because there's not enough fiber present and you 
probably had low stomach acid, not enough enzymes to digest it, it, everything the way that we should, it's taking much, much longer for that food to make it through your digestive system. On top of that, when you eat something like that, that takes longer and it's causing inflammation, what can happen is it can go sit in your intestines, like your small or large intestines. And if you're not eliminating it, this sounds really, really gross, but I'm just going to say it, it starts to ferment when it sits in your colon like that and you're not eliminating, it starts to ferment. And when that fermentation happens, where do you think those things, the toxins need to go? They got to go somewhere. So sometimes what can happen is the longer it sits in there, it starts to ferment. And then those toxins actually start to seep out through your intestinal linings. And that can go into your bloodstream. And that's why you can have brain fog, you get tired, you're not sleeping well. That is part of the reason why. I mean, we're going to talk, I'm pretty open talking about poop all the time on here. So we're going to take it to that, that step right now. When you're not eliminating every day, we got problems. Because that means the food that you're eating is not being disposed that needs to be disposed. Now we're going to start having cholesterol problems because here's the other thing. When you we make new cholesterol every single day. Cholesterol is needed. But one of the reasons why people's cholesterols, especially triglycerides and LDLs start to rise and it's really hard for them to bring it back down is because they're not eliminating. They're not getting rid of things. So our body makes new cholesterol every day. And then it gets rid of what we don't need. So whatever we don't need or utilize, your body is supposed to get rid of it. Out. Don't need you. Be gone. But what happens is if you're not eating enough fiber, the cholesterol can't go. And now we start having issues with the cholesterol staying high or even going up more. And all of a sudden you're going to be on cholesterol medication. And in reality is, is that sometimes all you need to do is bring in more fiber so you can get rid of the stuff. Sometimes that's all you need. Do you always want to start with like the simple things like that? Pay attention to like what is going in and what is going out. Just like your bank account. What's going in? What's going out? You have to pay attention to it. That's why in my in my gut course, the first lesson in my gut course is all about poop. And you get homework to track how that is actually going. And why do we do that? So it's so that we start paying attention to what it actually should be, what it should look like, what it should feel like. And if we're never paying attention, there's people that don't ever pay attention to how they're eliminating. And all of a sudden it's three to five days later and they're like, 
I've been eating these three to five days, but I haven't been getting rid of it. And that's a problem. That's a big, big problem. Have you ever, um, I know this happens a lot to people that travel, but, um, and there, there's a whole like uh, scientific research on why this happens, but you ever travel or this can even happen at home where like, you're like constipated and you're just like, I feel like shit. And um, I, you, it's all you can think about. And then you start having brain fog. And I explained this to a client of mine one time. I'm like, listen, if you're not eliminating, like I explained earlier, like those toxins have to go somewhere. So they start going out through your bloodstream eventually. That's part of the reason why you get tired, but also part of the reason why you get brain fog. So you got to like get it out. So then when you finally do go to the bathroom, you feel like this massive weight has been lifted off of you and you feel like you can think again. You're like, whoa, what, why was I, why did I have so much brain fog? I literally just went to the bathroom and now I feel a million times better. That's part of the reason why, because you're getting rid of waste that has been, had needed to go like three days ago, but it'd been sitting in there and uh, now you just got rid of it. And now your brain's like, oh, I, I can breathe. I know we talk a lot about poop on here, but I will tell you one thing right now. You should be paying attention to it. And if you are not, we got problems. Like Christine said, Houston, we got problems. So start paying attention. Now, I want to remind you also, like everybody's approach may need to be a little bit different depending on what you got going on. If if you have incredible inflammation in your digestive system, autoimmune and those kinds of things. So we're going to go to our second break. But when we come back, I'm going to give you some more tools and things that you can do to start activating enzyme secretion. It has nothing to do with taking a digestive enzyme. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm your host, Lizzie Enns, on the I'm Not Fine Show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about enzymes today, and uh, there's a lot of poop talk in there too, but we're okay with that because we, we don't uh, hold back on things that are really, really important. So just hang with me here. I do want to remind you, if you are listening to this show on whatever platform you are listening, by the way, if you don't have the Inspired Choices app on your phone, you can go to the Apple Store and Google Store, and you can download the Inspired Choices Network app, and you can look at all the shows in there. If you're listening on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening, I want you to do me a favor and I want you to go leave a review on that platform that is your favorite platform to listen to. Please leave a review there so I can see, like, how are you guys liking? What are your thoughts? Give me feedback on that so I know what else I can put out there for you guys. Okay, we are going to dive into enzyme secretion and how you can activate. What are some things that you can do? I already talked a little bit about the chewing. That is one of the top things that you can do to activate more enzymes and have more enzyme secretion. But what about some other things? Because there are plenty other things that you can do too that have nothing to do with you having to take a digestive enzyme. I do want to give a side note here. Depending on where someone's enzyme levels are at, and if you have a lot of food sensitivities, let's say you have a dairy sensitivity or a gluten sensitivity, sometimes that can mean, hey, you simply don't have that specific enzyme to help you digest those things better. So sometimes in those arenas, when you have those issues, we have to bring in a specific enzyme to help you digest those types of foods better. So like an example would be, I I can eat some gluten, but not lots of it. But whenever I do have gluten, I always take a digestive enzyme that is specifically to help me digest my gluten better. And then I don't get the reaction as much. Matter of fact, if it's a really good digestive enzyme, a lot of times if I take that and I have it with gluten, I really don't get any side effects of it. Some people that are celiac, they can use a very, very specific celiac uh, supplement that's a digestive enzyme. Let's say they're going out to eat and they have to be so, so cautious with that. I have a friend that she carries a very specific digestive enzyme for celiac. And that's what protects her when she goes out. And then the other people, it's a dairy thing. So one of the things that can actually happen if we don't eat dairy for years and years, the enzyme that we need to digest the dairy enzyme or the dairy products that are coming in, that enzyme can actually just kind of like poof, like not be present anymore because our body doesn't have to make it in order to digest those foods. So sometimes when people 
um, get rid of dairy for long, long periods of time and then like bring it back in, their body's actually really sensitive to it. And of course, we talk about the quality of dairy too, but their body can become really sensitive to it if they hadn't had it for a long time. But there's always other things to consider too. So like, don't take everything, you know, literal, like everything needs to be taken with a grain of salt because everybody is so different and individual. Like I didn't have much dairy at all for years because it would make me so sick. And then once I did healing with my gut, got it to a certain place, I was, I'm okay with some dairy. Now I do raw dairy and sometimes I'll do grass fed regular dairy and still be okay. If I go out to eat, I have a very specific dairy enzyme supplement that I take with me and it helps me protect from getting massive inflammation and all of those things from eating not and not as high end dairy or whatever you want to call it. I call it like um raw milk is like if you buy like Jersey raw milk, I call that like the Mercedes of milk. Because Jersey cows, for those of you that didn't grow up on a farm and don't understand like the difference between the, the different cows, the different breeds of cows, like Jersey cows have like the best milk ever. So when I get Jersey milk or Jersey cream, I'm like, I got the Mercedes of milk here. <laughs> there's your little, there's your little homage background tip there. Sometimes I throw a little bit of that in there. So how can, what are some other ways that you can uh, uh, secrete more enzymes? One of the things that you want to do is calm everything down around you. Stop eating in a rushed, stressed manner because you're not doing your digestive system and your health any good. And I have to remind myself, I, I shared with you that story about chicken and I, I was a fast eater. I still can be a fast eater. So one of the things that I have to do is sit, I say, sit down, Lizzie no distractions, and just think about your food, put the fork down in between your, your bites, and think about chewing your food. It's so, so important. So when I'm doing that, it just helps me um, keep things, you know, in perspective too. So take time to think about the food that you are about to eat. Some people call it praying, some people call it uh, being grateful, just thanking the the food thanking god it, whatever you want to call it there's gratefulness that has to come in the other thing too is cooking your own food so what some people don't know and i'm going to tell you this right now when you cook your own food and you really care about how you're cooking your own food that in itself is actually really really healthy for your overall health and your digestive system but Again, you don't want to do it in a way of, hey, I'm just like running around with a chicken with his head cut off, which by the way is a whole other story. But if you're doing it that way and you're stressing about it, that's not helping you either. How you cook your food and the presence of how you're cooking your food, that matters too. So if you want to really help your digestion, you got to calm things down. You really do have to calm things down. 
have gratefulness, like I mentioned, um, and think about like selecting your foods. So I work with clients that are like, I just don't like food. I don't think about food. I can go all day without eating. And we all know that that's not healthy. So one of the things that we have to do when that's happening is go, okay, let's restructure why we, why food is important and let's restructure about how we think about food. Um, why is it that you're feeling that way about food in the first place? Are you thinking like food is the food that you're eating or any kind of food is here to hurt you? Because if you think food is going to hurt you, if you think that food is only going to make you gain weight, like we need to work through those things and build a healthy relationship with food because it's a relationship. Think about it. If you like going to events, parties, you like going out to eat, you like hanging out with people and there's food and drinks, it's all about relationship. And you should have a relationship with food as well. But we want to have a healthy relationship, right? So like you can basically think about this. You can basically tell food what to do. And I didn't realize how powerful this was until earlier this year. I was I was in a conversation with my mentor and we were talking about food and the effects of food and our health, our mental health and all of those things. And one of the things that he said to me was, Lizzie, your health problems with autoimmune or thyroid or gut issues, none of that has anything to do with the food that you did or did not eat. And it was funny because a couple of days before I had been doing a three day fast and I came to that realization during the fast that it's not the food that is the problem. It was the relationships that I was in. It was the environment that I was around that was like constant stress and a, a whole bunch of things that I'm not going to go into, but that is what was affecting my health. And then the food became like secondary of causing inflammation because of the condition that my, my system was in. So I had inflammation. I was stressed. I, my gut wasn't happy. Like my enzyme production, I like all of those things. And once I figured that out and I removed myself from that situation and I worked on my relationship with myself and like all of the healing in that, it changed everything. I'm eating foods now that I hadn't eaten in years. And it's because I did that. And so he goes, he told me one day, he goes, Lizzie, you can tell food what to do right before you eat it. You can sit down and you can say, this is what I want you to do. This is what I need you to do. And you can, you can ask the food to heal you. You can ask the food. Obviously, you want to be eating healthy, but like you can ask the food to do what you want it to do and have the, the uh, mental aspect of it is so, so important. And so I started practicing that because I was really sensitive to dairy like uh, like pasteurized dairy, not the raw dairy, but pasteurized dairy. And I was putting, sometimes I would put it in my coffee where I, it was like grass fed half and half. But for some reason, I, I would get nasal drip. I would get congestion like in my nose, like all of those things. And after I started 
talking to that and going, this isn't going to affect me. Like this, this, this dairy is actually going to help me. It's not even an issue. I started not even having those problems anymore. Isn't that amazing? Like really think about it. Like that's so incredibly powerful. And you can tell your body, like my gut loves this. My digestive system loves this. When I'm eating food, it's strengthening me. It's strengthening my body. It's healing me. It's helping me heal. It's giving me energy. You can talk to your food like that. Talk to everything else. You know, like talk to your clothes. What do you want to wear today? Sometimes I do that. <laughs> you guys are going to think I'm like, like cuckoo, like crazy. But sometimes that happens. We talk to ourselves because we have thoughts in our heads all the time anyway. Let's bring it out. When you get it out, then you have room for other things that are probably more important to come in. Christine says, doesn't everyone? <laughs> we are going to go to our last break here. But when we come back, I'm going to share with you guys some enzyme-rich foods that you guys can bring into your diet to help with your enzyme levels. So please don't go anywhere because this is really, really important. I'm glad you're still hanging out with me, but we still got more goodness to share. So we'll be right back. I'm your host, Lizzie Yance on the I'm Not Fine Show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are at the tail end of this show today. And we this show has been packed with so much information, but we're not done yet because we're going to talk about foods that are high in enzymes. Before we went to break, I was talking about some just technical things that you can do at home to help you produce more enzymes. And now we're going to go into foods that are high in enzymes. But before we do that, Next week's show is going to be about food sensitivities. So if you are someone that is struggling with food sensitivities and you're you're like, I just I can't eat anything or or I sometimes I can eat the same food two days in a row. And then all of a sudden it's like I have sensitivities to it or I was fine yesterday, but I'm not fine today. Like all of that stuff, there's a reason for it. So we're going to be talking about food sensitivities next week. And I feel like so many people struggle with this and um we're going to do a deep dive on it okay so you're going to want to tune back in next week but now let's talk about enzymes foods that are high in enzymes what's one of our favorite healthy fats 
avocados. Avocados are super awesome, super amazing in so many ways. They're actually higher in potassium than bananas are. Just so you're aware, we all know, go to the bananas if you want more potassium. But avocados actually have more potassium than a banana does. They're also a superfood healthy fat. So we love avocados for the brain, the gut, our healthy fat intake, avocado oil. Love it, love it, love it. But they also are high in enzymes. So having healthy, happy avocados in your diet, really good for you. So avocado toast, not a bad idea. I mean, I don't really eat avocado toast, but I know a lot of people that do. But the only time that I eat it is if I go out to eat and I'm like, I really want some avocado toast. But I don't really bother making it at home because I don't uh, have a lot of bread in my house. Um, but a good like sourdough toasted with some smashed avocados on there and some eggs. Now we're talking. They're pretty amazing. Papaya. So papaya are really, really good to help with your, your enzyme levels. One of the things that you can actually do is get a papaya um, tablet or capsule. And I like the chewable ones, like a chewable papaya uh, tablet. And um, it's, it's a pill. And you can, you can chew that and it will create even more enzymes. But papaya is really, really rich in enzymes. When I was pregnant with my son, I um, one of the things that I did was take papaya enzyme capsule or tablets, but there was something else in those as well. And I can't remember what it was. It was to like see if it helped me with my with my heartburn that I had, which is is a whole other uh, story. And we did that. Uh, I I did an episode on heartburn a few weeks ago. So if you missed it, you're definitely gonna want to go watch that one or listen to it. Pineapple, love me some pineapple. Those are good and high in enzymes. Wheatgrass chews. So like the people that like to wheatgrass chews in the morning and get that in, usually they're doing it for detox reasons, but wheatgrass grass chews is actually good for enzymes as well. Garlic, cucumbers, mango or mango honey is really good as well. So these are just foods that you can bring in and look, we got bananas. So bananas have enzymes too. They're just not as high in potassium as the avocado is. Sorry to burst your bubble there, but you can get some enzymes with bananas as well. Kefir, sauerkraut, which is actually one of my favorite things to do. So we always talk about sauerkraut as a probiotic because of the fermentation, right? So I, I, I put sauerkraut in my smoothies. I've talked about this before. And a lot of times people are like, what? Why would you put sauerkraut in the smoothie? That's disgusting. You don't taste it. You put like one or two tablespoons in there and it provides the enzymes and it provides the probiotics. And I will tell you every single time I do that, I feel amazing. And my clients start doing it. And they're like, whoa, I don't taste it, but I feel so good when I do that. So that's one way you can do it. But also if you want to increase your digestive enzymes and you want to kind of prep the soil in your gut, you can eat one to two tablespoons of sauerkraut before a meal. And it goes in, prepares your gut, gives you enzymes, 
and um, you got probiotics. It's pretty amazing. So think about your gut as your soil. Kimchi is another one. It's just another form of um, like instead of sauerkraut, you could do kimchi. And a lot of times kimchi is spicier. So for some people, when they like a little bit more flavor or they want some spice, like they want to go with kimchi. That's kind of the same thing with kefir because kefir is from a dairy product typically, but it's fermented. So it's the same idea. All of these ones are the kefir, sauerkraut, and kimchi are probiotics, but they're also digestive enzymes. So you could you could do either one of those. Kiwi is another one that is a food that's high in enzymes, and then ginger as well. But if you're someone like me uh, that has certain things going on with their gut, like I can do a little bit of ginger, but when I was in like Remember, these things are all things that um, help each individual in a different basis. So for someone that has a high histamine intolerance or has high yeast levels, some of these may not be the best fit. So when I was uh, healing from high candida levels, I couldn't do the fermented stuff. I couldn't do the ginger because it made me bloat and uncomfortable. I get to a certain point and I can introduce it again because I helped my gut heal. So what are the benefits of digestive enzymes? They eliminate toxins from the body. It boosts your immune system. It improves your digestive performance and pain relief. So think about this, like it's really, really painful. You can't go to the bathroom or you're bloated. So it relieves that discomfort from not eliminating and from your digestive system not working properly. But, you know, you want to think about all the other things too. You're fighting inflammation. You have more energy. There's oxygen absorption. It helps clean your blood. It helps your liver. Like all of those things are really, really important. So when you have, when you have optimal enzymes and you're digesting properly, that's what you want to think about. That is a wrap for today's show on the benefits of digestive enzymes. We'll be back next week. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm Not Fine Show. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.